0: Hubsie. Chris Kraus, I want to get your opinion on air of your first time working out with me. I
1: died <laughs> and I'm now speaking to you from beyond the grave. <laughs> you did, fine. Fine. You did fine. You did great. Fine is great. one word that you, did you could great. use. Yeah. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> it sucked. I hated it. You sucked. You did. No, hated it. no I didn't, didn't the suck. Most? huh what part did you hate the most the how dizzy and nauseous i felt <laughs> at, at the point where i gave up and you kept going <laughs> um, so after the hill sprints yeah do you want to recap what we did because i don't remember we lifted a bag and then we lifted this skull we don't thing do any the details it's the just, just we did sandbag thing. and kettlebell supersets mixed with hill sprints yeah hill sprints i found out suck today <laughs> that's when you um it's the name is a little confusing but what you do is you sprint up a hill and it's terrible. <laughs> and yeah. it reminds you how much mac and cheese and water you <laughs> chugged an hour ago. <laughs> it's just running as fast as you can up a hill. Yeah. That's all it is. It sounded really glorpy in there. Mm-hmm. And it really jostled me around. And it got all my guts <laughs> blended together. All your guts were blending together. That's. Yeah nice uh the stretching at the beginning was good though you like that i'm right? surprised we didn't do stretching at the end aren't you supposed to we were to? supposed to but we ran uh, out of time okay <laughs> got it also you were like dizzy and shaking
0: and i was like "Man, let's not i was i was trembling let's not get you rolling on the floor
1: yeah and, like, there's got to be something you said it's just like when you're working too hard which that definitely could be it but i told you about that one time it happened to me two times before where i get like dizzy and trembling and i think it's like Something, something going on with my gut, like when I do too many squats or crunches or when I get too jostled around is when that happens, because one of the times it happens, I didn't go too hard. It was just, there was a lot of jostling. Maybe you eat too soon when you work out. I, yeah, that's what I definitely thought it was. The first time it happened, I worked out at work and I had Gatorade instead of water and just All like sugary. the sugar and yeah my body was just like nah see you just gotta have nothing
0: <clears throat> yeah or just, like eat nothing for the first like eat nothing an hour and a half out and just or just an hour out yeah and then just get an, uh, an hour and a half don't eat anything for an hour and a half out don't drink crazy amounts of water just get yeah. in there and just go
1: yeah yeah crazy amounts of water too because i was it was so hot out there that i was like chugging water <laughs> That's the real detriment. I feel like if we did that in an air-conditioned
0: gym, it would be mm. very different. Yeah. Doing it outside in the hot humidity at like 91 degrees. It
1: started raining halfway through. <laughs> it felt great though, right? The rain was pretty good. <laughs> Which actually, I, there was a topic I forgot to write down, but one thing that I just love so much is... Summer rain. Summer rain. Oh, yeah. and Just in general. Um, but being out in the rain. Yeah. And being like inside when it is pouring
0: or like storming i like being outside when it's raining so hard it's like a shower yes but it's so hard to get that consistency yeah and it's only good on the hottest of days because it's so cold yeah like it's weird how ice cold it is yeah and i don't know if it's actually ice cold or if it's just that cold because the contrast to how hot the air is and how Mm. hot you are and it's hitting you Yeah, it's not like soft pitter-patters, it's like smack, 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 smack. smack. (laughs) It's like little hail bites into your skin. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what it feels like.
1: Um, Yeah, I got a little taste of that. I'd say it it was more than a drizzle towards the end there. It started to rain yeah near the end for a little bit yeah like when i went on that little walk down the end of your street and then back up when i walked down the street was dry and when i walked back up the street was wet yeah (laughs) and like it was raining enough to cover the ground very quickly scattered shower right so you did it yeah you did what many people don't do so that's good yeah that's good. Um, I feel like I did a decent amount of it. And I did more of a workout than I ever do. Like, <laughs> e- according to the calories burned, active calories burned. You you, get, you kicked ass, man. Like, Thank you. Like,
0: like, I think there's this misconception that I'm, like, some super hardcore guy. I, I don't think I'm that hardcore, but I think... <laughs> what?
1: So, it reminded <laughs> me of something I definitely wanted to say if we start talking about the workout. Yeah, yeah.
0: But go ahead. Okay. Um... <laughs> But, like, to go into a workout where you haven't done any of those movements and you haven't touched any of those weights and you just do them, that's hard no matter what. Even people in shape to just throw them into something, it's hard because you're just not used to it. You're not used to the movement, not used to the weight, so it's all different. It's just, it's a a lot to take in. Yeah. I forgot to tell you when it happened.
1: There's two things. Yeah. (laughs) Uh when we did this thing where one of us would do the reps because we were, like, sharing the equipment. So, like, I'd be in the garage, and then you'd step outside, and then we'd switch. There was one time when you stepped outside, it was the one where you put the sandbag over the back of your neck. Oh, the good and you have to Yeah, you have to, you have to get it up For and a, then lift yeah. it around. I tried to just get it up and around in one go, and I just smacked myself <laughs> in the face with a 95-pound sandbag. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, but I don't think you heard me. I didn't. (laughs) Because you didn't respond at all. (laughs) And then I was like, whoops. (laughs) And then, like, my nose hurt for a few minutes afterwards because I just smacked it into my face. Um, But then the other thing is uh, you are an insane, crazy person when you work (laughs) out. Because when I would would finish a set and I would just be like... (sighs) and you'd finish a set and i'd start mine and you'd start like beating up the punching bag like the uh the water bag and things like that and then when i gave up i was just sitting outside in the rain and just kind of recouping you you were like hyping yourself up you were just saying this is awesome this is awesome and i was like he's a crazy person (laughs) Because just before that, you had described that suffering that you feel, like that pain. Some people don't like it, but I love that suffering. <laughs> then you went back inside and you're like, hey, hey, this is awesome.
0: This is awesome. <laughs> you genuinely love that. I, I Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. And yeah, just, I don't know, talking, saying it. Out. You know what it is? It's like, it's forcing, it's like forcing myself to like it. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. This is good. This is easy work. I love saying like, yeah. Easy work. This is easy work. <laughs> just saying that, it's just like, it, it mentally makes it,
1: like, doable. Yeah. It makes it, like, it's not, the mountain isn't as steep. Yeah. You know? That's another new difference about us that well, I didn't know, because... <laughs> when you when we did like the first set you described what to do I was like oh okay cool and then you like yeah it's a little it's a little awkward but you can do it and I was like yeah cool and then we did like another one I was like ooh that that's kind of awkward and then the last one the one where I decided I'm done <laughs> You were like, this is easy. Now this is our treat. This is our dinner or whatever you called it. Our dessert. This is our dessert. You're just going to do this fucking thing and then grab. And I was like, fucking nope. That's it. But you were like, this is easy work. This is the easy part. And I was like, no, it's not. That looks insane. That's. It's, um,
0: Tomek is known for um, my, my gym buddy that I usually go to the gym with. He he's learned because he he's pointed it out to me because I didn't realize I was doing it mm. when I would say um, like oh I have a great idea he'd be like no 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 it's not a good idea <laughs> I don't like it because and I didn't realize that and he picked up on it and he started telling and he told me he said when you say you have a good idea or no when you say you have something fun. It's never good or fun. It's like it's the complete opposite of good or fun. Yeah. Like you'll you'll get excited and say like, "Oh man, this is going to be so fun. I got I got a good idea. It's going to be a fun time." And I I just know it's not going to be fun. It's going to and I know it sucks, but like by saying that, you get hyped up for it. It's yeah. like, "No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be easy work. It's going to yeah, be yeah. good. It's a treat. This is dessert. It's going to be yummy. Let's go do it." And then you
1: do it, and Yeah, it doesn't just... work on me. When we doesn't work on me. It doesn't. It doesn't work on me. Because <laughs> <It doesn't. laughs> <work> <laughs> your body goes, or your head goes. Hey, body, this is fun, and your body's like, yes, master. <laughs> <laughs> Where my my head goes. Apparently, this is fun, and then I start it for one second. My body's like, no, the fuck, it is not. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> yes master <laughs> but uh we were walking down the hill before we did the hill sprints which I did not know we were doing once we got to the bottom of the hill but we, were, we started walking down the normal way you walk down a hill and then you were like this is a fun thing that you could do and you started walking backwards and I was like oh why is this I started doing it and I was like this is dumb but there must be some good way And goes, it's something your body's not used to <laughs> it's something that <laughs> You never walk like this, yeah. and I was just like, "That's because it's dumb." <laughs> like my gut sloshing around because I'm like slamming my heels on the ground with every step. Like I literally—that's when I started to hear the <laughs> glorp, 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 with every step. Usually, what I do is I jog
0: down backwards. And the, yeah, and the second you hit like that line at the bottom, you the you crack just go. <laughs> <Jeez>. So you <laughs> so you go back and forth.
1: That's yeah, that's fun.
0: Um. But yeah, your body's not used to that movement. One of the things that I've learned is that as we get older, we stop doing the... We stop playing. We stop moving our bodies for fun. Mm. And we become very uh, template-like set with our movements. We Mm. walk to a car and we sit. We walk to a restaurant and we sit. We walk to the office and we sit. Yep. We walk in the kitchen, then we stand, and then we get the food, and then we go to the table and sit. Mm-hmm. After work, we walk into the house, then we walk to the couch and lay down. Yep. You don't roll on the floor. You don't like tumble. You don't walk backwards. You don't
1: walk sideways. You You're don't jump don't, on the bed. You don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't do any of that. And again, like I said, I said as we walk backwards, I was saying this is because I skate backwards. Mm. Like I, I like, I like to know my body isn't foreign to the idea of my weight being transferred that way um because i feel comfortable going backwards on my skates Mm -hmm. so so i want to maintain that feeling yeah um but it's weird and that's why your stomach was was hitting hard because your body was like where's the weight go (laughs) what's the fluidity in this what the fuck in my my legs were winging it on every step (laughs) (laughs) oh man um yeah hill sprints hill sprints are fun because they're free, you just
1: need a hill. Yeah, you've got a good hill too, because it ramps up at the end. Yeah, that's what I was saying.
0: Like the goal, the goal was just to keep the consistency of the steps. Because you hit that incline, then you slow down. Mm-hmm. The idea is to keep the consistency, so you have foot speed. Yeah. So just keep the feet as fast as possible. Yeah. um Which is interesting. Like once you told me that, I was like, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> and no, and not, and like I said with you, like even if you're not going as fast as you can, just be consistent. Mm-hmm. So if you're just jogging, don't slow down the jog once you hit that incline. Just yeah. Keep jogging at the same pace, just going up the hill. Yep. And that's the challenge. Yeah. But yeah. So. You ready for next week when we do it again? I can probably do next week. Yeah? If we want to keep doing it this way. It's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you, my dude. I I'm done. You're the one who would just come over and, and, and work out with me. Yeah. So. And when I get all of my stuff, yeah, we can have a real fun yeah. with like the barbell yeah. and the trap bar. Sure. And the bumper plates. Okay. And the pull-up bar. Yep. And the, and the fat bar versus the skinny bar. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. All right. It's going to be great. Yes, I'll see you there. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you worked out with me cuz I haven't had a workout buddy in like 4 months since COVID and
1: yeah, it was good. It feels good. I uh it's different than walking. I went on a lot of walks during quarantine. I've been going on a lot of walks during quarantine. Walks are good. And uh, I I did a bunch of ring fit and I keep coming in and out of it, but like doing a a more standard is the word I'm looking for, workout, like a more typical uh workout. Oh, good. We could do Murph next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or not. We don't have to do Murph. <laughs> Murph is harder
0: than what we did today, right? Uh, well, define hard. Like, for example, was today's workout hard? Difficult to accomplish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's anything. Like, you know, like making sushi is difficult to accomplish. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, where's your, what are you, like, would you say today was difficult? Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I literally quit okay. as to not throw up or pass out. <laughs> okay. Um, then maybe not Murph next week. Yeah. Um, Murph is... It's not locked into a... Uh, it is actually a nonstop superset mm. sesh at the, at the middle of it. Yeah, let's not do Murph. Um, Murph is difficult. Like, the first time you do Murph, you feel like you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I was going to die. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just... I, I thought it was impossible. Mm-hmm. I just thought this is insane. This is absolutely insane. People do this. This is yeah. like, I remember Chris Pratt having his like Instagram post of just like, did my Murph, love my Murph. Like this is to all the vets and thinking just, oh yeah, it's just a good workout. And then I was doing it and I was just thinking this is the absolute worst thing I've ever done for
1: a workout. That's still so crazy to me every time I think of what <laughs> Chris Pratt is like the happy face, thumbs up, did my Murph and he was Andy Dwyer a few years ago. <laughs>
0: It's 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 absurd. Yeah. Um
1: But there's you
0: get into a rhythm because you just bang out these supersets, and when you get into the rhythm, it's easy to just like. And this is the this is like you go shark eyes mm. in the workout. Like I feel this way when I do cardio work. Like when you do like acid bath or anything like that, mm-hmm. you're just your eyes roll into the back of your head, and you're just like your body's just moving and going. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Murph now, where it's just. You know, you're in the middle of doing the, the like doing everything, like the push ups and the squats and everything, and you're just on you're just autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> because if you do anything else other than autopilot, you're you're just gonna collapse. Yeah. So just by like not thinking about it and just counting and just living in a world of numbers, <laughs> it's just <laughs> just picturing the matrix is happening <laughs> behind your eyelids now. It's just numbers and breathing. Yeah. It's just breathing at the right time and counting, and then when you're done, you just you get up and then you just take a second, and then you keep going, and it's just it's 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 actually super freeing when you do the final mile run at the end of it, mm-hmm. because the first mile run is just woo, we're jacked up, and then you start doing it, and you're just oh man, like I gotta warm up the arms, you know, the pushups are hard, the squats are weird, and then you hit the midpoint when the eyes start to roll back in, into the into your skull, and you just have the whites of your eyes, and you're just Jesus. going. <laughs> Because you're just This sounds grotesque. You're just lost in the motions and you're just counting you're just an entity of breathing and moving and (laughs) that's and counting and that's it. Like you can't focus on anything else. And then finally you realize you're almost at the end and you come back to reality. And then when you finish, it's just I get to have the sweet relief of this being over after just a mile run. Hmm. Then you go on the mile run, and then that's just breathing and having a form and not losing your
1: form while you breathe, and then it's done. All right. Sounds great. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I mean, we could try Murph. I could do Murph until I give up, if, <laughs> if that's a thing. Like, but that was, that was, like, half a joke, but half, like, we could do that until I give up. Maybe not throw you right into it, because yeah. it is brutal.
0: Yeah, like... Because it's for time. Yeah. So I don't know the last time you ran two miles as fast
1: as you could. Uh, <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> Sucks. The last time I ran a mile, it was in high school, and I ran like, in my head, my goal was at a speed that won't me make me look like a fucking loser. <laughs> like, just... I love that motivator. Fast enough to not look like the slow kid. <laughs> like, I, just put me in at least fifth to last, and I'm good. I love the motivator. Yeah. I just don't want to be the last slow kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. When we I, play dodgeball next week, I don't want to be that last kid that gets picked. Right. Yeah. Right. Um if you want
0: to i mean mean,
1: if you really want to you can't i'm not going to advise it but if you really want to we can i don't really want to (laughs) it seemed like you quite wanted to we half jokingly talked about of like next year or whatever next memorial day like doing the full murph and like if we wanted to do that we'd have to start somewhere like how do you work up to that is it just you just start and do do as much as you can and keep doing more until you're there Because I know with, like, running, like, marathon running, it's different. Like, when you run your first Boston Marathon or whatever, if you train properly, you've already actually run, like, three marathons.
0: So, part of it is your actual capacity. So, like, if your body... If you can max do, like, five Mm pull-ups, you don't max out your five pull-ups. You do your one pull-up. Okay. You know what I mean? So part of it is can is your body physically capable of doing like a hundred push-ups not back to back yeah just at, over the course of like an hour can you with intervals spaced out is your body capable of doing a hundred push-ups yeah if yes then Murph you can do yeah that's fine because I do I do sets of 10 and 20 mm-hmm. so 10 push-ups 20 squats again I I don't have a pull-up bar so I can't do pull-ups yeah um I cannot do a pull-up so, I need to get my, my power rack so we can start doing pull-ups. Sure. So, we could work up. Um, pull-ups are actually easy to to work up from because you start with just hanging and getting the dexterity in your hands. Yeah. And your shoulders getting used to it and your back. And then you get like a band and it helps ease the weight and you put like a loop around a knee. And you bend a knee mm. and then you're doing like one legged pull-ups with the bend that helps pull you up yep. in that motion. And then eventually your body's used to it. Then you get rid of the band and then you're doing like two pull-ups at a time.
1: There's a machine at work that's like a you put your knees on a pad. Yep. And, and the weights. pad lifts you up and yeah, you could set the weights to different yeah. things. Yeah. It's resistance to help you move up and down. Yeah. It's back in thing. back in like February we had this work meeting where they like laid out a bunch of cards on the table and the assignment was pick three cards that like stick out to you. And they won't tell us what the cards are for. And I picked one, which is do 10 pull-ups. And then they're like, okay, pick one of those three cards and make it a goal that you want to have done by a certain time. I was like, yeah, well, I'll do 10 pull-ups. Because I currently could not do a pull-up. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I gave myself until June because there's a pull-up bar at work. And there's a bunch of things to, uh, like, that can help me. Like, I was working on my arms because I wanted to get that done. And then COVID happened. Uh. <laughs> Dude, I the thing I hate about pull-ups is that once you
0: stop, I was doing fifty to sixty pull-ups like per workout session. Jeez. It sounds nice, but I could maybe do probably 10. Yeah. Like now. Because yeah. I just haven't done them since COVID. Yeah. Because I don't have a pull up system. So it's it's one of those things that you lose so easily. Yeah. And it sucks. Cause like I just hung from a bar I found that was able to like affix for a moment. It's not safe. <laughs> <laughs> but i was just I, I need to feel it oh, yeah and when i did it i was just oh no oh no and i tried to do a pull-up and i was just oh no oh no i lost it all i lost it <laughs> it's all, all erased <laughs> it's all gone it's all gone oh, yeah. i worked so
2: hard and it's all gone
0: <laughs> it was horrible feeling yeah um but yeah we can get there I, I think i think if 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 we start working out before we record every week i That'd think 100 cool. percent we could do murph could we keep doing this yeah i'm gonna keep working out it's mm. if you want to join join i mean um yeah if you want to do murph man we could do murph yeah i have no problem doing little little baby murphs until we do the big murph next year yeah but that's oh that's brutal that
1: That'd would be, be cool to do though like a achievement unlocked type of thing that that would, that's how my brain works <laughs> no that's fine if, if you want to do it if achievement unlocked that's
0: if that's worth it that's worth it that's i'm down um uh, yeah, I mean, I think the two things I've done that are like the most ridiculous, just just I, I just don't want to do them mm. is Murph <laughs> and the acid bath. Yeah, those are two things that just when I resign myself to doing them, it's just I have to just cut off my half of my brain and just again, just go to shark mode and just like live in that moment and not think about it because yeah. it's miserable like acid bath. Is just breathing. (laughs) It's just (laughs) get air into the body, spit out the bad shit, and then get more air in, (laughs) and just do it as much as you can because it's gonna suck. Yeah. Because it's just miserable. And again, if you or if you're listening, you don't know what acid bath is. You do a seven hundred meter row on a row machine as fast as you can. You do uh, what is it? A thousand meter. Uh, you do 700 meter ski machine. Like you pull down from above. You pull like a, it's like a, it's it's called a ski machine. It's like you're doing the ski motion. But okay. tied to cables that are on resistance. It's like the
1: balls yeah, tied to ropes. Yeah. And it's yeah. like on
0: a fan. Yep. You do a ski machine. Or in my case, if you don't have a ski machine, you do a treadmill. You yep. do a 700 meter run or, or a 700 meter ski row. Then you do a 700 seated row. Then you do uh, a thousand meter bike. As fast as you can. And the goal is to get that all done in five minutes.
1: Ugh. <laughs> a thousand meter bike? Yeah. A kilometer? It's Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. It's, it's, the bike is actually not as bad as you think. Yeah. Because there's no resistance when you're on a bike. Yeah. Because it's you just, just, just moving your legs. It's just moving your legs. And yeah. after doing a row and either running or doing a ski machine, your cardio is shot. Yeah. That's why it's called acid bath because it builds up lactic acid so quickly. Uh, Okay. So your body just. Uh, Okay. That's why it's called acid bath because you're putting your body into high lactic acid. I thought it was
1: called acid bath because it's just awful, (laughs) like taking a bath in acid. (laughs) That's a better reason why, but it's because the
0: lactic acid buildup because your body just physically cannot keep up with it. Um, (laughs) Here's this new workout I invented. It's called waterboarding. that's a better name. Yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's a better name. But yeah, it's called acid bath because of that. It's called acid bath because of the lactic acid buildup, and it puts your body. It's like dumping your body into a into a acid state. Yeah, lactic That's acid state. Where, what's the
1: benefit of that? Uh, just shoots your heart rate through the roof. Well, just... it's fantastic cardio. Yeah, it's incredible cardio. If your
0: body can output like that. Yeah, it's an, it's it's it, well, it comes from CrossFit, and CrossFit's mentality is just kill if, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of if your body is as physically fit as it can be, you should be able to accomplish the following things. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole, like, the fittest people on earth. What can the body do if it was the f- most fit and efficient and highest standard it could possibly be? What can that body do to performance level? There are Like, how fast can it run? How many times yeah. can it do burpees? How many times can it do like tuck jumps? How many times can you do clean and jerks? How heavy can it can you deadlift consistently? Yeah, and it's just putting it to the test. That's why they have the CrossFit games, where yep. they just make people break their bodies. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Super. There are a couple of people back at Apple who did CrossFit.
0: Yep, yep. It was, um, uh,
1: it was interesting to just hear the things that they would talk about. And sometimes they do like quick little workouts in the break room. It's like God, it's nowhere to live your life. No, it's
0: it's um. Well, it's because it. it I firmly believe you need to have a body for CrossFit. Mm. Like genetically, your body has to be able to handle that workload. Yeah, my body cannot handle that work. Like it can, but it breaks so easily. Yeah, like a like it's to see what people do for CrossFit to compete at the regional level. Not even the CrossFit Games. Yeah, but the regional level
1: of CrossFit competition. I didn't know there was competition.
0: Yeah, they do. Um, they do competition meets. And if your numbers are good enough, you get qual you qualify for entry into the CrossFit Games, mm. and then from there you can win sponsorships, you can win w- show money, win money, all that stuff. Wow! Yeah, so it's that's why it's a sport. But to, to, to the workouts they do is just I could probably do them like once, and then my body's gonna be dead for a month. <laughs> it's just it's just yeah. not gonna be okay. Like, do you like build up to them? Well, they're all contextual so like let's say so for example if we both went to a crossfit box aka a gym yeah if we went to a crossfit box we would have the wad w-o-d workout of day yeah. so it's just it's okay. a random workout that's set so the wad at the box what's the wad for our box today coach and the coach would say today we're gonna do 100 burpees with tuck jumps we're gonna do or not no no not even we're gonna do like a mile run then we're gonna do you know a hundred uh, clean and jerks, and then I'm going to do um, like fifty—I don't know—fifty squats, mm. right? Like with the barbell. We all do the same numbers, but they're all rationed differently. So, for example, I would be squatting like I don't know one twenty-five, and mm-hmm. you would be squatting maybe like one fifty, or swap that. Out Got of it. doing like a hundred pounds, you'd be doing forty-five, like. It's basically put to the level of what your body could do Mm. so you can finish it. Got it. Because you can't put the same output for everybody. Yeah, exactly. You have a guy who can do like a 285-pound squat, like let's say 20 times. You're not going to have somebody who can only do like a 150-pound squat 10 times into that range. Mm That just makes no sense. So, Mm So the wads at boxes are all like they're all modified per person yeah that makes sense even even uh for like women versus men well not verse but women or men women have a different barbell range so they have if like a slight they have like a 35 pound barbell yeah versus men who would use a 45 and that's even like if if as a man you're in that weight range if you're in a certain weight range they might if you're especially if you're younger you would not be using a full adult male barbell you would be using a, a a junior bar, a junior bar or like the Bella bar, you'd be using a different bar. Got it. So everything is is made so it's safe mm-hmm. because you can easily just kill yourself. So <laughs> they do it all. That's good at least. Yeah, but there are neutral things that are like 20 push-ups or 20 push-ups, and that's like your body is your body. You got like it. 20 body weight squats or 20 bodyweight squats. 20 burpees yeah. or 20 burpees. Like to, that's all just contextual to our body, and that's fine. Yeah. But for those who it's like, oh, that's too easy. It's like, cool, then put on a 50-pound weight vest and do 20. <laughs> And that's what they do. Murph is done with a twenty-pound weight vest. By that's the way. right.
1: <laughs> do you think we could get to full Murph?
0: <laughs> a twenty-pound weight vest with a mile run as fast as we can, hundred pull-ups, two hundred push-ups, three hundred squats, and a mile run as fast as we can in under forty-five minutes. Not in
1: a year. Maybe maybe no, year, next year, Memorial year, Day we could do like Murph light, and then a year following a Memorial year Day. could be possible if, if we are. 100%. It just takes commitment. Yeah, exactly. We, we Which, would have to be
0: pretty committed. Let's give it two years. <laughs> we could do it. We could definitely do it in a year. Just It would take a lot of commitment to, yeah. to get into that.
1: Um, Changing years a little bit. Yes. Quite a bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely. Entirely new subject. Yeah. Did you see the new uh, Seattle hockey team's name? The Seattle Kraken. Which I think is so cool. Like... Just props to them, their naming department or whatever. Whoever C- came up with that name. Department. Creative department and the uh, the design, like the graphic design department. Yeah. I want to move to Seattle now <laughs> and go to hockey games. So, first
0: of all, yeah, as a hockey fan, I don't like the idea of Seattle getting a hockey team. Why is that? I'm tired of American cities getting hockey teams. Why? Because... The NHL is trying to break into the American market because they want to compete and get a bigger share of the American uh, populace. Mm. In Canada, they dominate and they know they dominate. So there's no need to really expand because that market is saturated. Like hockey is the sport in Canada? Yeah, that and curling. So it's just, I I would rather see the Quebec Nordiques. You know, like I'd rather see um, a new expansion team pop up somewhere in canada because i think it'd be good for for the market and i think it'd be good for the rivalries and stuff like that but because there's like six teams in canada and there's i don't know 24 teams 26 teams in america Uh,
1: okay i could see that then and that's my point i was gonna say if they're like saturated in canada then why have more but if there's only six compared to like 24 yeah um I mean, yes. Seattle had a team
0: back in the day, the Seattle Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. Um stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> Kraken is so cool. <laughs> Kraken is Well, here's the thing. Um the thing with Kraken, and I felt the same way about the Golden Knights, the Vegas Golden Knights, yeah. which is also a new team. I love that we're talking sports. Um I always think the name is cheesy. A new name always? is cheesy. Yes, a new hockey team. So it's weird because I'm ingrained with the hockey names that I grew up with. Yeah. So I know these and don't get me wrong they're not, like, badass names. Like, the New York Islanders are not a yeah. badass name. <laughs>
1: the Maple Leafs.
0: Yeah, they're not a badass name. <laughs> the Canadians. They're not, like, <laughs> a badass name. But there's this weird weight to it because the history of these teams. Right, what exactly. Done
1: is, like, you have the original six. You're saying the Maple Leafs, and it, like, just immediately conjures, like, the history of the Maple Leafs. And, like, yes. your memories of the Maple Leafs. And when I hear the name of something like the Golden Knights, I think of
0: such... I think of... And I don't mean this in a derogatory way... I think I think of like a minor league team. I think of a team that's trying to get grassroots, you know, um, like at the door, like revenue type, yeah. type branding. I don't think of this proud the the proud Washington Capitals or yeah. the historical like Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, the
1: Bruins.
0: Yeah, the yeah. Boston Bruins. You yeah. know, just the history of the Bobby Orr. It was just all that shit. So I always think it's gimmicky, but then when I see it, I like it. So like, I thought Vegas Golden Knights was just the cheesiest fucking thing ever. Yeah. I thought the Winnipeg Jets with their logo, just we are a proud organization that appreciates our military and what they've done for this country and fighting for our. Is that what the Jets are named after? Yeah. Yeah, um, et cetera, et cetera. Shit like that. Vegas Golden Knights. Like we have a, we have a strong military background and history. Yeah. What's the Golden Knights? What's that named after? uh i i just they thought it sounded cool (laughs) it kind of does yeah right right and i thought it was just whatever but then when i saw their community buy into it and they're selling out every single game yeah and they are and it's las vegas yeah they're not a hockey that's not where i would think of hockey (laughs) the arizona coyotes Not a hockey team, not a hockey town. And when you, when you, and this is, I guess, the whole point what Gary Bettman and the NHL are trying to do with the expansion in America is to grow it in markets that don't have it Mm. so they can get a footprint. To see people who went from, I don't know anything about hockey other than highlights on SportsCenter to, I hate the San Jose Sharks, because in the playoff series we had with them, they did this, so fuck Pete, DeBo- Pete DeBoer, and fuck that guy, and I'm so into the Golden Knights now, which I saw, I saw this yeah. live, I saw like an arena full of people who don't know hockey, fall in love with hockey, mm-hmm. which I love, I love introducing people to the game of hockey, I love teaching people how to play, I love teaching people how to skate and get into it, I just mm-hmm. told you earlier, I was like, let's get you into hockey, man, let's get you a ho- make you a hockey player, I think that part is really cool. So, when I hear something like Seattle Kraken, my immediate thought is just just of a, and this is not COVID based at all, but just like a a quarter to half full arena full of just me fans who are just there because they want to have a reason to drink beer and eat hot dogs. But I'm hoping it's like a Vegas Golden Knights thing where it's sold out. They start their own traditions with chants. They start their own. I remember the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, started off with their own, it's it's absurd, but they have a tradition where whenever they score, they shoot off a Civil War cannon.
1: <laughs> like, like an actual one?
0: Yes. Where? It's not on, in the rafters. It's <laughs> not sounds loud as fuck. Yes. It's not like a little miniature. Oh, yeah. look! At this. Oh, Oof. with a blue jacket. It's 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 no players. It, I love reading interviews about players who first experience it. They all shit themselves. They're just... Everybody warns us how loud it is. And then they scored. And we didn't know when the when they would fire it. And then out of nowhere, it sounded like the roof, like, exploded. And it's just... Because there's a guy up there with, like, a powder like, fuse. And he lights the top. And it just goes... Boom! So these giant spoked wheels. It's insane. Jesus. But it's... This, That's it's, awesome. It's a tradition for Columbus. Yeah. You know? And... The cool thing about hockey is that because it's not this huge mainstream thing in in North America, the way football and basketball and baseball are, Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like soccer in that once you're in the culture, there's a lot of very culture-specific, team-specific things that you pick up on that are traits, you know, um... Like the, the way a team does a certain chant, the way they boo a certain way, certain sayings, like Ranger fans saying, Potvin sucks because it goes back to an incident with, with a player named Potvin from the Islanders. And mm. the rivalry that goes back all the way then. And it's obviously not relevant anymore, but it was so heated back then, it's still used yep. randomly in today's games between the Rangers and Islanders. Yeah. It's just there's, there's cool things that you pick up on that are part of hockey tradition and the hockey culture. And it's cool when you see the integration of that with an expansion team like the Golden Knights or like the Seattle Kraken. But a part of me always thinks just, it seems like it's a minor league thing to do.
1: And I feel like it's not going to be successful. It's weird, right? Because, like, all those teams, like the Boston Red Sox, were a new team once. And, like, (laughs) they all start as new teams with weird names yeah and like stupid the, mascots the red and, socks yeah our socks are red yeah ex- <laughs> exactly uh, uh well, it's weird and like i'd so far i think these guys they're off for a great start you think so <laughs> yeah. Did you
0: see their did you see their teaser uh video last night yeah i watched it real quick with the fishing boat yeah, and it was fucking rat it was awesome yeah that was super fucking cool it was
1: super cool Yeah. They, they, was, they found like
0: dive in or something yeah, like that and they um they fished up a goal horn yeah <laughs> and the goal horn started going off yeah <laughs> and they matched with if you don't know this every nhl arena they use boat horns Mm. For their goal horns. Yep, and there's actually um, there's a whole. They're all different, and they all have their own songs, timbre,
1: and and stuff like that.
0: Own. Well, they're all they're literally all different. Yeah, they're literally all different style horns. Like here's one. I'll play one right now. It's a.
1: Yep, that sounds like a hockey goal. Yeah. That is long. Please stop that. This is is their
0: goal song. And the whole crowd Chicago. goes. Alemore. Yeah.
1: What? What's their team name? Um, the Montreal Canadiens. That's. Oh, that's the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. I thought that was Chicago because no. the C and the H.
0: No. <laughs> and they're saying go Montreal.
1: Oh, okay. Go Montreal.
0: Hallelujah. Um, the whole crowd sings that part, and the Rangers song is um is like it's like that too.
1: Bah, 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 bah.
0: No, that's bah, not. The, bah, bah, bah. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that is not what that is i know (laughs) um but yeah it's uh it's cool because it's um like they're all hang on just so you hear just because i'm a i'm a ranger fan too this is the ranger horn it's different
1: Ooh yeah it's different that's a nice bassy horn they're
0: all different and then they
1: have their own tradition way too long
0: no because the crowd's yelling the whole time and then the whole crowd does this... Oh, part.
1: So the whole crowd is supposed to cheer Every time they Every score two. a goal. Which doesn't happen often in hockey, right? Like, like it's a pretty Two to four goals a game. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: but, like, the horns are long because because it's so it's happening during all the cheering. Yeah, because the second there's a goal, like the light goes off, the spotlight comes on, the horn it's blasts, like everybody <laughs> stands up and starts screaming and yelling. By the yeah. time like the horn is ending, the song's beginning and yep. that's when the chant starts and each arena has their own goal song and each arena has their own chant to go along with it. Yeah. And that's what I mean by being part of integrated into the culture. Yeah. Which is really cool.
1: We uh for Father's Day last year 2019 we took my dad to a hartford whale game hartford whale wait, no. when what what team is the whale the whale yeah hartford whalers yeah it used to be the whalers it used to be the whalers they yeah. they
0: moved to carolina they're now the carolina hurricanes
1: but there's a new team called just whale right connecticut whale yeah
0: connecticut whale that's the nwhl yeah that's the women's league wait really yep nwhl and that is not where we took them <laughs> you took them probably to a wolfpack
1: game and it wasn't Wolfpack either. Maybe it was Yukon. Was it I think we just took UConn Huskies? UConn was yeah. it Providence Bruins? Is I think it was Yukon Huskies.
0: Boston anyway, Pride. We took them to a hockey game and it was so much fun. I was yeah. like, hockey games are cool. <laughs> they're really cool. It's I um they're really cool. I, I get too worked up as a player mm. of trying to understand the game that it's I do enjoy it, but it's different. Mm. So I'll be thinking about, like, why is he four-checking strong side? Like, like why are they running, like, double coverage on the right side on the four-check instead of dropping back? Mm. There goes the pass. Are they adjusting? How, sh- how should they adjust? Like, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from their transition and break and – on the entry into the offensive zone what are they doing for like shot selection where are they setting up for i get wrapped up in those parts yeah so a part of
1: it's just i go ooh, that was close and then a couple minutes later hey they scored hey (laughs) oh big hit big hit Ooh, another hot dog (laughs) yes
0: please (laughs) and i get so aggravated so aggravated when Teams don't shoot the puck on the power play, and who am I to say, Mister like beer leaguer over here, to mm-hmm. criticize a professional athlete? Yeah, but it's just I get so antsy because they hang on to the puck for so long on a power play, and I'm just power screaming. play is when they're up by a player, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's five v four. And it's just like shoot the puck, like stop staring at it. Like when when the puck goes to the point and you hang on to the puck and they all move and slide into coverage, you lost your angle. Yeah, you lost your your shot. So you're gonna shoot into traffic, or if you're that good of a shooter, you're gonna hit deflection. But like at this point, the goalie has you covered on the angle you're like the slots clogged up now you have to pass it again and then it comes back to you and you hang on to it again just fucking shoot it just get the puck and shoot it stop thinking about it or pass it off to the right side and just keep yeah.
1: cycling i don't know like, <laughs> <anyway, just. laughs> you legitimately just got worked up over that <laughs> it's just
0: it's just i went to a Quinnipiac game and i was just screaming at them at the bobcats i was like I'm, i saw a power play and i was just saying show the just bomb it bomb it <laughs> bomb it that was just, I was just screaming from the student section because oh, yeah. my friend she hooked me up with uh with with coming in and I was just yeah and of course they didn't and, <laughs> and
1: <it> was, <laughs> oh god idiots
0: <laughs> how dare these professional players these high level players not listen to uh the the civilian on the side
1: uh what I wanted to do was read some of the rejected fan submission names oh do it for the seattle team do before it. they knew it. the te- apparently they did fan submitted names which is yes. never a good That's idea never but good always idea. leads That's to hilarious n- answers like never these gonna ones. work there's like 50 of them so stop me if they get boring but i don't think they will <laughs> yeah the seattle Seamen. <laughs> of <laughs> like course Seamen number one the seattle grunge the seattle super salads <laughs> The Super yeah. Salad Soup or Salads. Soup or Salad. But one okay. word. The Seattle Super Salads. The Seattle Soup from Sonics. <laughs> the Seattle... The Seattle Hockey Team. <laughs> one word. The Seattle McHockey Faces. The Seattle McSeattle Faces. The Seattle Pete Carroll should have given the ball to Marshawn on Lunch on the one yard line during the Super Bowls. The Seattle Nordiques, the Seattle Nord-dicks, the Seattle Starbucks, the Seattle Amazon head tax. This, this was my favorite one. The Seattle Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't understand it. Um, The Seattle Hitler did nothing wrongs. Oh, Jesus. The Seattle Gestapos, the Seattle Shithawks, the Seattle Shitstorms, the Seattle Shittacanes the seattle sea sections s e a uh the seattle a mariner is a bird right mariner a mariner no a mariner is like the a fish. oh people a fisherman. It's a fish. Oh, okay
0: no no it's a, it's not, it's a fish oh a fish
1: um then i don't know what this is a reference to but the seattle rain city bitch pigeons
0: yes i i saw the jerseys for that too it's like people a made pigeon jerseys is for it that. a
1: pigeon with like a rain jacket on and yeah. a rain hat yeah The Seattle Nashville is getting fucked at the expansion draft. (laughs) (laughs) The Seattle smells like teen spirit. The Seattle affective disorders. (laughs) The Seattle heroin needles. The Seattle spicy boys. (laughs) <laughs> the Seattle Tossed Salad and Scrambled Eggs. The Seattle Whispering Salmons. The Seattle Screaming Trees. The Seattle Battle Cattle. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Seattle Battle Cattle. Yep, the Seattle Yeets. <laughs> the Seattle This Bitch Empty Yeet. <laughs> the, se- <laughs> the Seattle... The <laughs> Seattle... Oh, wow, this better be good. They're not... <laughs> the Seattle Washingtons. The Seattle Washington Capitals, and then the Seattle Washington Capitals, and all caps, <laughs> and then the Seattle Reefers, But holy crap, I was crying when I was reading through those. Like any fan submission name, like the, the when they had the fan submission names for like Mountain Dew Voltage way before that came out, they're like top voted name wins, which is never. Don't good. do that. All 10 of the top ones were terrible. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man. But yeah, their logo, and then whatever, like this alternate logo, it's like an anchor. But the center of the anchor is the Seattle Space Needle, which is so cool. That's cool. I love, I'm such a sucker for a good design. So wait, are you going to be a Seattle? you Are going to be a Kraken fan? Yeah, I'm a Kraken fan. You're a Kraken fan? Yep, instantly. Do they have a roster yet? Like, how does this work?
0: Just a name and a logo? So with an expansion team, there's an expansion draft where each team has to provide a list of unprotected players that they're not willing to protect. Uh, I think they can only protect like four players per team or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they put out the list, and the Krakens have the ability to select who they want from each team mm-hmm. for free. Cool, which is super fucking shitty in my opinion. in Why? my opinion. Because you have a team that's been building their like their depth chart of players and prospects. And then out of nowhere because the NHL wants to make more money in a new market, you have to now lose a part of what you have spent money on for scouting prospect and talent development mm. private coaching uh like health coverage and helping them with with being in good shape and maintenance and recovery and now all of a sudden this other team comes along and just takes the player for free and not even via trade you get nothing in return you don't get a draft pick you don't get a salary compensation you get nothing other than the contracts off your books
1: yep it's, they're unprotected it's right just
0: fucking bullshit and that's why the vegas golden knights were able to come in and just wreck house immediately in the first year because they just picked up they just like, picked, they just picked the perfect team it's like oh this is the roster we have to choose from like you mean everybody's roster in the nhl except for like four players per team mm-hmm. so we can choose the top prospects the top <laughs> like the top players they didn't protect because they couldn't protect all of them mm-hmm. like we're just gonna make a a fucking all-star roster and they made a perfect cohesive unit with that's that. great and they immediately went to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Do you, wow! Yeah, and it's just like immediately they were the best team out west and oh, wow. one of the best, second
1: best team in the NHL. Jeez. Um, do you know like how those players feel? Like, because I always think about the players. You know, they. Oh, I'm glad. I'm like, glad. I'm glad you care about the hockey
0: players. Um, they. It depends, right? So when, here's the thing about hockey players too. A lot of hockey players come from a hockey culture well that's stupid to say they come from they come from very traditional groundwork if that Mm -hmm. makes sense they're used to waking up at like four in the morning for morning practice they're used to you know travel games they're used to cold winter seasons they're cold to really rough environments and and really a slog it's really a a slog Mm -hmm. to be a hockey player all your life um a lot of things factor into a player's happiness. But one of them is going to be what is my lifestyle and what is my compensation? So that's why a lot of players don't actually go to play in Canada. Mm. Part of it is I don't want the media scrutiny because it's so popular, I can't go out in public. Anything I do is gonna be under a microscope. Anything in my private life is gonna be exposed by like tabloids because the because we're more famous up here. There's a lot of huge name players that like America because they say, I can just go eat dinner. Yeah. And I'm not going to be noticed. I can just go do my thing and nobody asks or for like a
1: football player or a baseball player down there or a
0: basketball player. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of players say they like that. And the other thing is Canadian taxes are way higher than let's say Arizona mm-hmm. or let's say Florida where there's no tax. So <laughs> there's players that go to certain places because of Tax relief because of media scrutiny. Like you play in Toronto or Montreal, you make a mistake, you're gonna be buried by the media. Yeah, you're gonna be hounded by the media. Phil Kessel, like a
1: mistake playing, or like a.
0: It doesn't even have to be a mistake playing. Phil Kessel was ran out of to- out of Toronto off the Maple Leafs as a as one of the best players on the team because he was getting attacked by the media because they thought he was out of shape. <laughs> So they made they started making up lies saying it's because he, he eats hot dogs before the game or it's because he it's because he likes french fries afterwards. They were nitpicking him Jesus. for months. And finally Phil was just like, "You know what? If you, he went to the management and just probably said, "If you guys trade me, I won't complain." And next thing you know, he was traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins where he won a Stanley Cup. So All right. <laughs> so yeah, and he had french fries after. Yeah. Um so so you have Jeez. that as a part of it. Another part of it is uh, a lot of players realize they need to expand their brand of who they are. Mm. So for example, the New York Rangers are a popular destination, not because they're just an original six team, but because a lot of players, it's an A, the the most famous city in the world. B, it's the hub for a lot of businesses. C, they can network and get their name into a lot of different pots. Mm. So a lot of players like that ability because they can say, hey, I can talk to Acting and modeling here, I can get gigs to do this here, I can set this up for when I'm done. I can always appear as a guest on this radio show. I can do it's a way for them to kind of expand their ventures. Mm-hmm. So people like that for certain reasons. But then you have stuff like Seattle, stuff like Vegas. This is this was huge in Vegas because everybody asked the players, Are you happy about the fact you got ripped from your team, from your house, from your home, from right. where your family, where your kids go to school? Now you're in Vegas. And of course there's the political answer of oh, I'm just so grateful to be able to play hockey. And, you know, I'm a professional hockey player, and much like every single professional hockey player for the past 30 years, we have a canned answer response because we have media teams that... Media companies that teach us how to say the proper, correct things so we don't offend anybody and we can come off as if we're giving an answer. But in reality, we don't, which is why there's a lot of meme videos about hockey interviews because (laughs) we're all canned and give the same answer because we don't have personality and we're bland (laughs) because we don't want to stand out. Um, But a lot of players started saying... Oh no, I love it here. Actually, you mean I get to leave the rink and it's sunny and I can wear shorts and a t-shirt? Yeah. And this was actually the big. This is the big selling port, selling point for uh, California teams: mm. San Jose Sharks, Anaheim Ducks, uh, L.A. Kings. It's players who say I get to go surf on my day off, <laughs> or I get to go just play volleyball yeah. on my day off, or I leave the rink and I go to the beach and I just take a nap outside, <laughs> like, or I can go golf year round. Yeah, you it's know when cool. I want to relax on the weekend like why would i want to go to toronto
1: (laughs) or even worse and it's negative 30 even
0: worse and i'm not shitting on you if you're for some reason listening from from here winnipeg which is (laughs) notoriously just the absolute freezer part of hell (laughs) and you want to walk outside in negative 30 degree weather yeah you know for what three months yep and then you know what i mean it's just it's that's not a selling point. Yeah. And that's kind of why there's a lot of people who said when Connor McDavid got drafted by Edmonton, they, well, on top of the fact that the Edmonton Oilers have been a dumpster fire for 10 years plus, it's the fact that people are saying, "Why? what's the incentive for him to stay? A bad team. He's going to have to carry all the weight. He's going to have the media scrutiny of a hockey-crazed hub like Edmonton. And he lives in Edmonton where there's nothing there except for oil fields <laughs> and like cold, harsh, bitter winters. Mm-hmm what's the incentive to, for him to stay once his contract expires, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's a big part of it. That's a huge part of it. So Seattle, I mean, they're going to get actual winters. So I don't know what Seattle is going to sell for players. I mean, Seattle's pretty dope. It is pretty dope, but you never know. Some players like you would think a lot of players like Phoenix to play in the Arizona Coyotes, eh. you know, you get low taxes, you you get like dry heat. You have the sun all the time. You can golf year round. You get, a lot of money because you have, again, low taxes. I mean, yeah, there's a lot more to come into play. Like the organization is in flux and you have management's odd and your arena might move. You don't know. So like there's uncertainty, but there's a lot of things that come into play for a hockey player's decision that on the surface you don't notice. But if if you listen to a podcast or read some interviews or listen to some sports radio, it's especially hockey sports radio and hockey podcasts. That's huge. That's a huge talking point for a lot of people about players.
1: Mm. Interesting. Well, go cracking! I'm excited. I'm, I love that you're a hockey fan. I, I like, no joke. I was like, I was paying attention, but I was thinking every once in a while, I was like, dang, I like I could. Can- you can, like, watch a Kraken game on the TV and, like, get the jerseys. Did you see the jerseys? The jerseys are sick. They're sick. They're fucking sick. <laughs> they look super cool. They're fucking sick. Like, the navy blue, which I was reading all about it. Like, yep. I'm already invested no. into this team. I love this. People were like, oh, everybody's saying that the navy blue is such an overdone color in the league and blah, blah, blah. But so it's with black that, and like, red. Yeah, exactly. But with, like, the, uh, like, that icy blue that they have for, like, the yep. S, yep. and then it's just that pop of red. Mm. Yep. That's so unique, and that's it looks really so cool. cool. It's that such a cool, cool color scheme. You gonna buy a jersey? That, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's the cool thing, and I'm Once,
0: not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna set the expectation for it. Yeah. When their roster gets drafted, yeah, I'll know like, oh, that guy's a agitator, or that guy's a sniper. That's the big playmaking center. That's yeah. the that's the stay at home. I'll I'll know the players they draft. I won't say anything just to to color your perspective, but mm. I'm curious to who your favorite player is going to be. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm I'm excited to find out. Yeah. I almost want to get some advice of like, oh, tell me about these guys. Like, <laughs> which one should I keep an eye on? That's before? what I mean.
0: Like, I don't know if I should tell you. Like, I should just let you organically find it. Like, yeah, I got to watch some games. Yeah, because that's how I organically found the players I like. Mm-hmm. Just, just well, granted, also not a lot of friends. I didn't have a lot of friends that uh, were hockey fans, so it was just me watching by myself. Yeah. But you, you start to gravitate to how players play or what they do on the ice or... Like oh that guy always sticks up for his teammates. I'm a fan of him. Or like like I love Sean Avery, mm. and Sean Avery's known as being one of the most hated players of all time in the NHL. Why? Um, so Sean Avery, what I, what I love about him is that a he could play. He wasn't like just an agitator grinder type mm-hmm. like fighter guy. He could actually play. He was a he was not a bad player at all. I personally think he would he was a perfect middle six mm. uh, winger. The problem with Sean Avery was Sean Avery was known for bending rules. He was never he never hurt people. He like he never intentionally tried to hurt somebody or be dirty to hurt somebody. But he would do things that people would say, Is that illegal? Because that should be illegal. <laughs> and, and so he's famous for creating a rule because you block a goaltender's site, right? Like you stand in front of him, like you're like they're passing the puck at the blue line. I'm looking to see if I can get a pass, but I'm trying to block the goalie's view. Interesting. Sean Avery decided to turn around and face the goalie like like a fist foot away <laughs> and just start
1: waving his arms and stick in front of him. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it so was He came up with these weird strategies well, to he push was, the boundaries. Yes, exactly. He was doing that
0: and people were saying is that's not illegal, right? Like there's no rule he's blocking the goalie's view, but he's not touching him yeah he's not interfering with <laughs>
1: it yeah exactly He's doing that and, and, and he's, he's amazing. i love him he's amazing is he uh is he protected right now does he still play uh he retired oh, okay. he retired so of, he can't go to the the kraken no he retired he'd retired. instantly
0: be my favorite um he's i love him um he's amazing also just his attitude he's a hard-working like in your face he has a podcast li- literally called no gruffs given because yeah. he just doesn't believe in bullshit. He doesn't believe in, like, shit attempts, shit effort, shit play. He's just hardcore. He's a hardcore guy. Mm-hmm. He's super famous, though, because he went way past the line with things he would say. Mm. So trash-talking hockey is always... It's, it's an infamous thing. You can Chirping. YouTube NHL chirps, Yeah, and it's a thing. Yeah, He apparently was, and still is, I think, to my knowledge, the most hated guy for things he would say because the mics wouldn't pick it up but the players would hear what he would say Ooh. and he would say apparently rumor has it some horrible things just to get in he's been on record saying this in an interview he said i did in my career whatever i thought would give my team the advantage and that's what i did in that moment that's it i never intentionally headshot a guy i never intentionally like went after a dude and tried to take out his knees but if i could get under his skin if so i can they, make him cry
1: <laughs> not cry nice? if i
0: wanted to make that guy come at me and then they get a 5 minute instigator penalty and we get a 5 minute power play yeah. i'm okay with that yeah or if this guy is now so focused on me he thinks he's want, he, he thinks to take the hit on me instead of go for the puck and i can get the puck to somebody who can go and score that's a that's a win yeah so he was a team guy like it's that interesting but he said i guess some things that were just horrible mm. like i think uh, one of the rumors i heard was If it's really bad, you don't have to go into it. uh, It's, let's just say, a player had a just had a kid, like a baby, and he said some horrible things about what he would do to the baby with his ice skates. Oh my god! (laughs) Yes, because Jesus. So he's nope. If you say Sean Avery, a lot of non-Ranger fans are gonna really hate that you said Sean Avery because of that because. He was very effective at doing his rile up stuff, yeah, <laughs> at getting under people's skin. But it was even more aggravating because he was not a bad hockey player. Yeah. So he would say he would just say heinous shit to get under your skin, and, and then be score. so <laughs> blood raged to fucking kill this guy that you're like, people are telling like you got to calm down because if you swing on him, you're gonna be in the box. Then we're down a guy. We're like, hey, hey, hey. Don't go for the hit. Just go for the puck. Take the passing lane. Stop trying to hit him. You he's keep messing the with the man. Yeah, he's, he's in your head. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what happens. It would yeah, just be like, hey, like uh there's a twenty-four-seven series by HBO where the flyers, there there's chat on the ice where they say, like, don't let him get don't let him get to you. Ignore him. Ignore him. Ignore wow. Him. He's just yapping, ignore him. Because he was so effective at it. Because interesting. He would say shit like funny shit too, but he would say shit not just, like, violent or deranged things, but he would just say shit that, like, is just trash talk. He would just say, like, oh, man, something about, like, your girlfriend last night. Like, just yeah, shit, like, lining up and saying stuff like that. Just anything to get under the skin to just be like, did you
1: just, what the fuck did you just, like, stuff like that? Yeah. Um, That's interesting. (laughs) Because, like, I feel like there's that, there's, like, that playground smack talk where it's, like, you're stupid, and the person's, like, what did you say? Oh, no. Where, like, that doesn't bother you. Or even if it's, like... Like there's the stupid things where it's just like kids get bothered just by you said something. It's like that's not true though. No, but hockey you have talk to say bad. some shit to get under this Hockey kid. talk is
0: bad. There was a hilarious one where a one guy, I think it was Zach Ronaldo. No, not Zach Ronaldo. There was some guy who got called up from the minors. and was trash talking a player on the Rangers, Brad Richards, and this is on camera and like high def. And Brad Richards just barely looks at him and just goes fantasy camp for you one day up and then you're back down this is fantasy camp welcome to fantasy camp. <laughs> just, this is the further this is as far as you're going in your career boy you are trash <laughs> that's that stings <laughs> yeah right like like they don't care they I just, gotta watch some chirping they go under the skin they get under the skin as much as they can just yeah and and it's mean some of it's mean there's yeah. uh, a lot of videos of just guys saying wait till i get on the ice you better make sure you keep your head up Keep your head up. I'm coming out next shift. I hope you're on the ice. There's I'm a... I'm coming for you. That show Letterkenny that I've
1: told you about a couple yeah, times. Yeah, you like Kenny, yeah. There's an episode about they start a new team uh, in Letterkenny because, like, their last team got shut down because of something that happened. So they tried to start a new team and to, like, get hype going for it. They just mic'd up all their players (laughs) and just told them (laughs) to come up with, like, the most vile chirping they could come up with and then put it on YouTube so it would go viral and then be like, oh, this new team has really great chirping. Uh, And it worked. (laughs) So I could show you a super cut of the, like, the scripted, obviously, chirps that they come up with, but they're probably not that good. far off but yeah. just like the the
0: chirps that i hear from like the nhl players it's meant to hit home yeah it's meant to go under the skin and and say some horrible shit yeah like, just it's mean just, yeah. if that's it it's mean it's just it's mean talk yeah exactly it's not or it's just outright psychopathic just yeah i hope you're on the ice when i get my shift out there i'm coming for you i'm breaking your neck just <laughs> yeah, seriously yeah keep your head up because i'm you coming just gotta at try you. and bother people yeah just get out of the, you better not stay in that corner because i'm flying in on you just yeah shit like that that's
1: interesting i that's such an interesting thing in sports to me like it makes me think of... Uh, There's this guy at a college football game who went viral like years ago, but he printed out a big picture of his face making like a big stink face. Like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he printed it out on like a three by five poster <laughs> and then made the same face. <laughs> and every time they'd be going for like a field goal or something, he just... <laughs> show it and just glare at the guy and it's impossible not to see it because it's right where you're <laughs> aiming and he's just making the same face and there somebody f- like saw a picture of him they're like oh this is so funny and then people are like yeah he goes to every game and there's just <laughs> pictures of him doing that for months that's uh, such an interesting thing to like it's like yeah it's like uh, it's like sportsmanship versus sportsmanship but like uh, athletic ability versus athletic ability. But then there's like you got to deal with like that guy yeah. with his face. And then in hockey, you have to deal with chirping, where it's not just who can play best, but it's who can play best while being told that they're about to be murdered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend uh, YouTubing HBO twenty four seven Flyers versus Rangers. Yeah, and you'll see that would be the best way for you to get like just because. That's raw shit. That's yeah. like the coach coming in screaming at them. That's some raw shit. Um, or if you have Netflix, if you're listening, Ice Guardians is a great, great uh film. It's mm. uh basically it's a breakdown of what the enforcer role was mm. in the NHL. Um, like why is there fighting is always the question. Yeah. That movie is about why there's fighting. Interesting. And it's it's cool to see how it still kind of lives today. Like there was a I mean not right now, today, I guess in today's game, but you know, you have um, there's a scene between Jody Shelley and Mike Rupp in the HBO 24-7 series where Jody is trying to fight Mike Rupp and Mike Rupp is saying, I'm you're 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 worthless. You don't do anything out here. You're a waste of you're a waste of air and a waste of a jersey. You shouldn't even be on the ice. You just want to fight. And Jody says, Why are you picking on the kid? And it's because Mike Rupp was hitting a rookie that was on their team. Mm-hmm. And Jody as an enforcer came out and it was just like stop cheap shotting the kid. It's just it, he just came up. Stop doing it. And Rupp said, Well tell your tell the rookie to stop like running wild like that. <laughs> like he's got to earn his that's respect so interesting yeah and there's a whole dynamic behind it that you don't see on camera when you watch it live yeah you see just the scrums and the face wash and like them yelling and like you see the shit after the whistle yeah but when you realize that those kind of conversations are happening and there's those dynamics like oh that's that dude's first time up and he's getting run after so that guy's coming at that oh, guy to protect the him enforcer, yeah. and that guy's standing up or that guy took a big hit and because of that his teammates stepping up because he doesn't like he didn't like how that guy was hit yeah like it, there's a lot of weird things under the like undercurrent that you yeah. don't see when you watch a like hockey game, like meta game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. What you should watch the HBO twenty four seven. I'll send it to you on YouTube. Yeah, or uh, watch Ice Guardian or Goon. That's a funny movie. Yep, Goons with uh great. Sean William Scott. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, hockey. I love I'm excited. Hockey. I love hockey. I'm I I hope I like get into it. I've never been into a sports i like i have that thing where like i feel like i'm a slight disappointment to my dad (laughs) because he was into every sport growing up especially hockey oh really yeah um and he like loved the whalers growing up he still has his old whalers jersey from like the 80s or whatever they'll never come back but they're great yeah (laughs) um and uh a bunch of yeah he's just super into it um and he loves like football and baseball and that kind of stuff. He's not a big basketball guy, but if I just randomly got into hockey because of the graphic design of this one team from Seattle—that's what got—that's what made me a Ranger fan. That like the Ranger badge crest, the Insignia. Ranger crest. yeah, the, crest. the Ranger shield. I yeah.
0: was picking, I was going through NHL like 96, 97. yep. And I was just, I want to choose a team. I don't know any of these teams. I don't know anything about hockey. But then I saw the Ranger crest, the Ranger shield. And yeah, I just thought that looks really cool, but. The New York Islanders in New York too, and I looked at their logo and I went that ah the orange. Fuck that. And I went back to the Rangers. <laughs> I literally chose my team off yeah. of how I thought their, their logo was. But then you fall into it and it's like, Oh, it's they just won the Stanley Cup like three like a few years ago. They had to rebuild. Mike Richter is this all time great that I didn't know. And mm-hmm. Pavel Bure is this like famous. It's so Hall interesting. Of yeah. And then you fall into the tradition of that club and it's like what a lot of people say when they fall into uh, soccer. Mm-hmm or football um, they they go from oh I just keep hearing Chelsea's a fun team and then they fall into it and they hear the tradition and they understand the rituals and then they pick up the fandom and then they figure out the players and they understand the dynamic and next thing you know they're watching at you know 10 in the morning here in America yeah
1: <laughs> and that's awesome yeah so it's cool
0: so I'm really happy I hope you become a huge hockey fan to the point where you want to be a hockey player
1: oh no. That sounds that. hard. Oh, you <laughs> don't know that. That's easy. It's easy. It's easy work. No, booting up YouTube TV and <laughs> reading through Reddit once the the subreddit for the Kraken kicks off, which it already kind of did. I looked it up as we were talking.
0: The subreddit for Kraken is up?
1: Yeah, the Seattle Kraken. Um, did you join? Uh, not yet, but I should. You it's should join. It's still up once I unlock my phone. But it's so interesting to me, like the weight behind like Vexillology, which is mm-hmm. the like the um not the art but like the science of like flag design and logo design it's not just graphic design but specifically like stuff like that there's a really fascinating ted talk i think it's called like the worst five flags in america um okay (laughs) okay. uh and it's just talking about like how some country or some towns are so like obsessed with their flag some states and some countries and things like that like maryland They are obsessed with their flag, but they have a sick flag. Yeah. Uh, And I think Chicago is another one where they love their flag. And it's, like, everywhere. And you go there. Yep. And you get the sticker and stuff like that and the pins and, like, their clothing has it on it, like, as badges and stuff like that. And then there's, like, Des Moines, Iowa or something. (laughs) And it has, like, a a website URL on the flag. And it's, like, absolute trash. And (laughs) there's certain things that go into it. And there's, like, certain like California. Ho- California loves their flag with the bear. Oh, I love the Cal yeah, everybody the white girls love the California black <laughs> flag with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> um but there's like hockey teams and sports teams that have like just Boring ass <laughs> logos to me are just unappealing. Like the Steelers to me, like that weird like red, blue, yellow. Oh, weird. that's so vintage
0: though. That's such a vintage it's logo. vintage, but it's, it's ugh, so vintage. yuck.
1: But then like the Patriots, like just red, white, and blue. And look at this fucking guy who's like a <laughs> triangle of, of, <laughs> of patriotism. Yeah, patriotism. Yeah. Um, like that kind of stuff is cool. And then like the crack in it. Like I saw it and I was like. Holy shit! I like hockey now. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really good design because it was. I found it uh, today on Reddit, uh, the <laughs> subreddit design porn, and it was like the Seattle, the new the hockey team, Seattle Krakens, alternate logo is an anchor where the center of the anchor is the Seattle, the the space needle. I'm like, that's so cool. Which what jersey are you gonna get first, the space needle or the Kraken s? Which what? Which jersey would you buy first? Uh, the here. jersey has the. Space needle on the shoulders and the Kraken on the arm or on the front or something like it's that. It's on the front, yeah. It's good. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get both in the same jersey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just got to figure out which uh, player I like. Because you got to get a, like a jersey with a player's name on the back, right? Uh, the Canadian's jersey behind me is no number. No number? Uh, nope. Does it just say like zero, zero
0: or just There's no just number? Absolutely nothing. Interesting. There's just nothing there. It's just color.
1: The, the one they showed, um, it just says the number is 32 and the name just says Kraken i was like if that's a real jersey i'll get that one
0: <laughs> I, I i don't i used to like getting player jerseys but i don't now because i believe in and and like i feel like when you buy a jersey it's for the team you know what i mean i feel like supporting the team it's it, i yeah. don't know it's weird to say it's just i feel like the having a jersey for the team representation is what i want not so much as a player. Yeah, it's like not you're it's wearing wrong. their flag. Yeah, like not not that it's wrong, but it's yeah. just
1: I don't know. I, I always felt weird wearing the player jersey because you're showing more support for the player than the yes, team. Yes, that's yeah, that's
0: how I, that's how it felt.
1: Yeah, I I feel that. Um, like uh there's this kid i used to work at the ymca and like the babysitting center like the teenage age babysitter center so like the the school bus would drop some kids off right after school instead of sending them home which is kind of cool yeah um but there's a kid who every single day he had a washington capitals shirt on i'm pretty sure it was washington capitals and uh, because ovechkin yep so yeah the grade eight yep and he had the he had the ovechkin jersey every single day <laughs> Uh, and I was like, that kid must really love that guy. <laughs> but, Alexander like Robeck. I didn't really ever tie him to the capitals, yeah, just like because when you put someone's name, you're like, "I love this guy, yeah, <laughs> rather than I love this team. yeah, this yeah, jersey. so that's that's why I have it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I have
0: favorite players. like I would love to have a Brian Leach jersey or Paul Korea, yeah, Mighty Ducks Jersey. Oh my that's like that's the apex of Jerseys. If I could have a call <laughs> Paul Korea
1: Korea, like the country. Or nope. is it
0: spelled way different? K a r i y a. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's not spelled like Korea. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul
1: Korea in uh, a Mighty Ducks like the purple. Oh, oh yeah, that man. was a that that is such a nineties aesthetic. Five. <laughs> like jersey. the white and the teal that and the is, purple. That is the best. I think
0: that's still the best hockey jersey you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, it's just so nineties. It's so it's just so good yeah it's just it's just so it's like 90s put into a hockey jersey yep <laughs> with the colors it's got like the the starter weird like the starter jacket purple Yep. with the with the starter jacket like weird teal green oh it's it's fucking fantastic it's really good and Parker is one of my favorite players of all time so yeah um, that'd be cool yeah paul Korea, uh, a uh brian leach home jersey would be awesome like a blue shirt, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Leetch jersey would be fantastic. Uh, a PK Subban, Montreal, sure, classic, <laughs> be fantastic. Um, yeah, I would like. But here's the other thing: I don't, I don't need them. They serve no purpose to me. Like that, that hangs in, that hangs behind me. That's yeah. cool. I don't need a wall of jerseys I'm not going to wear. Yeah, um, I am going to buy a whale jersey. The Connecticut Whale for the NWHL just released New Jersey's. Mm-hmm. I will buy one of those and wear it when I play hockey. That's cool because I think it's cool because first uh, we you do light and darks and pickup. Yep. So you need to have a color a home and away, home and away. So yeah. we don't have matching, but the colors. And I'm usually on the on the light squad. Yeah. So I have a like a white and blue jersey. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to rep Connecticut. Yeah. And that's a really cool like Connecticut. Get a Whalers jersey. Throwback. Nah, because I could support an actual team right now.
1: Yeah, that's sure. just... <laughs> <laughs> and get a Connecticut whale jersey. The Whaler's jersey. Also, uh, incredible logo. It's so simple. H and It looks so cool. Yeah, H and W built in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: With the blue and the green. Yeah, oh, beautiful. With the whale. Yeah. Come With on. The tail. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 actually uh, been noted as one of like the one of the best. One of the most well done yeah. logos where you don't even realize you're looking at an H and a W. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a W on. for
1: people who haven't seen it, 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 just go look it up. But <laughs> it's a W with like a whale tail sticking out of the top of the W, and the negative space between those two forms an H. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's, it's like, perfect. I love design stuff it's, like that. It's perfect. Ugh, like so well. the amazon you know the amazon's shit but uh the a the, <laughs> like <is> shit. <laughs> but the, there's like a little there's a little arrow yes like a it kind of makes a smiley face with the yes. logo but it connects the letter a to the letter z in amazon because they have everything from a to z Ooh, and it's an arrow and it but it, like it looks like a smirky face i love the disclaimer. great design but amazon's shit <laughs> i love the design amazon's shit but they're designed oh man fedex the negative space between the e and the x forms is an is, arrow is the arrow yeah it's, yeah it's so really many good well. ones
0: it's done really well yep
1: yeah i i love the uh
0: the the postal service the usps yep i love their like the whiteness and the yep. blue eagle yep like that's just a solid blue outline it's not detailed at all yeah i think that looks really cool
1: but it also forms like an envelope or something yeah yeah that's like, good so, like
0: they, they do the envelope with stars yeah with, oh I, yeah so, with mm. the red stars mm. yes
1: yeah <laughs> it's so cool yeah it's so cool um yeah i like it we're running a little bit long but did you want to change gears again to video games (laughs) yeah yeah we can end on that we can end on that so halo infinite we just watched uh we did like a little recap (laughs) okay
0: sorry continue
1: that was that your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> do we just want to hit the end recording <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> end of episode uh yeah it looks like hot doo doo doesn't it yeah it I watched looks... all eight minutes of it and I just made that face the whole time of like the uh... I just I, I just the second
0: it started with everything I just thought first of all and this is me being biased when I started seeing it I just thought uh, another Halo game.
1: Cool. That's what it feels it, like. It's a, a Halo like eight or something now, right? I don't even know because I stopped paying attention because it's over. I think numbered. It's like Halo seven or something. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrap it up at three. But you like, could have. They three should
0: have wrapped it up at three. Yeah. But they just want to squeeze that rock. That's all they got. <laughs> <If> <laughs> any blood? Li- that's really. Years of War,
1: 4s and Halo. They're just.
0: <laughs> that's what they're known for. It's just Xbox. Please, like I loved Halo. Halo was great. Halo 2 was, like, a mind-blowing experience. Mm. Halo 1 was a mind-blowing experience. We got red versus blue because of Halo. Yep. (laughs) And now... Stop it. It's dead. Like, stop beating it. Stop, stop, stop. Just... So, yeah, we had similar reactions. Okay, what was your reaction when the gameplay... When you saw the gameplay...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember thinking up until the gameplay maybe it will look better when the gameplay starts <laughs> which is not typical usually cutscenes are like oh i'm watching a pixar movie and then the gameplay starts is like never mind it's a super nintendo <laughs> um but the gameplay they're driving around i'm like is like do i have to pause the video and let it buffer like this looks like trash this looks it like look,
0: it's so ugly this looks like it looks the like the last One. four
1: halo games yeah exactly yeah.
0: it looks like nothing's different it's i don't just- get it the it's, jumping mechanics, the sliding. Oh, there's a grapple hook. Oh, that's the one thing you devi- you deviated from. Yeah, you can now move forward quickly. Yeah, oh, that's that's
1: great. Yeah, we had that in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, I not you, special.
0: <laughs> and I bet you you can't get on certain structures with it because it's not programmed in the game. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's exactly linear.
1: It's just it is. It's open world, which is cool. Which but like we've had that a thousand. Like that's not special anymore. It's really just we switched from being linear to open world. Halo one, two and three were incredible and they weren't open world, but then like Skyrim is open world and it's incredible. But if Skyrim had a linear thing, then maybe it would be fine. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's open world. It looks like a hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> a hot, hot, someone dookie. Some, <laughs> hot, hot, hot dookie. <laughs> Hot 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 hot, 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 <laughs> hot. someone compared uh, the last of us 2 footage and, like similar footage of like here's Joel close to the camera and here's this guy who saved Master Chief close to the camera it looks really bad <laughs> and, and, <laughs> The Last of Us 2 just came out on PS4, and this is a a showcase of a next-gen game, and it looks significantly worse than The Last of Us.
0: I thought they were going to do something really special, and you were going to play the pilot. The what? The pilot. What do you mean? Like... That guy that you oh, just talked yeah. about in the zoom up in the beginning trailer in the beginning cinematic sequence, mm. when it zoomed out instead of zooming into the helmet of of Master Chief, it zoomed into the view of the pilot, and yeah. I thought I was hoping I was hoping, oh, they're gonna change it up. Oh, we're finally gonna get like. Some spiciness in Halo. And then it went right no. to right to Master Chief Financial. Nope. Oh, here's the okay. battle rifle, and here's, yep. a Warthog. here's the Warthog. Here's the battle rifle from the first game. Yep. And here's, run over some oh, guys with the Warthog. Oh, look, there's a Warthog. Oh, look, it's those enemies you've been playing for the past 12 years. But, 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 <laughs> the Warthog engine sounds a little different. Oh, so, and the, t- the tires shine differently. Yep. When you, when, and the <laughs> suspension is different, too, the exactly. way it absorbs. Yeah, no, it's
1: great. It's great. Mind-blowing. <laughs> It was just okay. it would, it would be cool if it was like because you're on a Halo. I don't know if that, no the original Halo blew up or something. I think, but you're on a Halo, and it's open world. It would be cool if you could literally like circumvent the whole ring. That would be interesting. Still not enough. Yeah, it's still not enough. To like sell that it. would be a cool thing, but it's just more Halo. Like I just downloaded not just but a, a month or two ago. I downloaded the Halo Combat Evolved HD remake. Okay. just because nostalgia and it was like 20 bucks for just that one or something i was like hell yeah let's do it and i played through the whole thing in like two days and i was like oh my god so good and like every five minutes i would switch between the new graphics and the old graphics i'm like oh my god i forgot how ugly it was yeah. and how amazing we thought it looked and then the new graphics is like oh my god yeah, yeah it blows cool. it away yeah but then like infinite just it doesn't look special like it's just more of the same and it's, that's all it is now there's something to be said that
0: as a warzone player, yeah. Call of Duty does the exact same thing. Oh yeah, which They're it does. Famous for it, right? But like, here's the thing: it's normal because there's no continuity. For like, I the last Call of Duty I played before the latest one, yeah, was Black Ops Two. Yeah, <laughs> which was what? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, two thousand yeah. like Around eleven then. or twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so eight years ago yeah so i haven't played a call of duty game in eight years ago but i was able to jump into a call of duty game pick it back up and have fun with it yep halo i could play halo 1 back when fat xbox was out yeah when dummy thick xbox 2003 yes when yeah 2003 halo i could play 2003 halo not play a halo game again pick up the brand new xbox (laughs) pick up the brand new halo game and I should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. That's over ten years worth of opportunity to drastically increase, improve, and change. Yeah, our our experience with Halo, and you don't.
1: Yeah, and then on the flip side of that, though, like games that have been around for. I mean, the, the example I thought of hasn't even been around that long, but like Assassin's Creed or something like that. Okay. That's they were good so comparison. good. Assassin's Creed 1, is it was great. It had its flaws. Assassin's Creed 2 fixed all of them and it was a near-perfect game. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood was just Assassin's Creed 2 again, but with some more things. It's like, hey, these are fun two. I'll take them. And then three it got boring and then four they changed it up and be like oh you could sail the seas now it's assassin's creed but mixed with zelda wind waker and then they kept changing it more and more and then it got stale (laughs) like they were changing it up a lot and they took a hiatus which ended up being one year so instead of releasing a game every year they just skipped one uh and then came out with another game the next year and then they've completely changed them like assassin's creed odyssey shouldn't be an assassin's creed game um And so that's like the flip side of that. They've completely changed it. Like if someone, if you gave me, if I played Assassin's Creed and then I lived under a rock for 10 years and then you gave me this game called Odyssey there, you could not convince me it was an Assassin's Creed game. Right. 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 And like that wasn't necessarily a good thing either. And I can't think of a franchise that's been around that long and has either changed or stayed mostly the same and then stayed good. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto has its own problem, where it's now being released on the third console generation, the same game, because uh, Grand Theft Auto Five oh. is going to be a PS5 launch title. <laughs> that game came out on PS3. Yeah, that's a problem. PS3, PS4, and Xbox 360, Xbox One, and then computer, and now PS5 and Xbox Series X. Yuck. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know what another
0: game is, and I don't know anybody who does it, who plays this game. Mm. That's intent, and it's just I'm buying, I'm
1: getting the console for this
0: game, Gears of War.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why. There were some when I was in high school, Gears of War Online, which I think started in Gears of War Two or something like that. Uh, one of the kids in my high school class was ranked number two in the world Seriously? at Gears of War Online. So I don't know if he's still into it. I haven't talked to him since graduation day. Right, but but just. I feel like people who play Gears of War, there's there's a
0: specific group of people.
1: Yeah, that play Gears of War. I can't. I don't know how to describe it, but just Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that
0: works. That works. Monster Energy Drink. That, That's that, how
1: I, I described this guy, <laughs> and he was number two in the world. That works. That's you know yeah, yeah. Monster
0: Energy Drink. Um. But that, I feel, hasn't really changed, right? Like, I played Gears of War 1, I played a little bit of 2, and then I stopped. Mm -hmm. And there's, what, two more games after that, right? There's four Gears of War,
1: I think, right? I want to say five now. Five? (laughs) Yeah. I think there's one, two, three, four, and then a spinoff that has, like, a subtitle name, like, Gears of War. The Revenge. Dominating. Or something. (laughs) And then maybe five? I think there's actually 5, so there's technically 6 Gears games. And Halo there's 1 through 5, maybe 6. No, I think 5. And then there are a couple spin-offs ODST, uh, Reach. Oh, Reach was the big one, yeah. And then um and then this is Infinite. So I it's mean, too many. There's too many. Granted Call of Duty we're just talking about how you can still have a lot of fun with call of duty and you play like every day yeah there's like 19 of them
0: yeah so so here's a question what makes halo so different that we're shitting on it so bad
1: it oh it was so good it was so groundbreaking at so many things um like the way it did multiplayer was so cool the way it did the campaign, the way it did sci-fi was so interesting and so new at the time. And they're like, we did it. We made the perfect game. And we could just <laughs> just nut out a bunch of sequels for a bunch of years. And they didn't change anything. And that's kind of Microsoft's biggest thing. And they don't do anything to continue to make it special. They're just banking on people go, oh, people love Halo. It doesn't matter what you do. Just people buy it. I hope it fails. <laughs>
0: I Like, okay, I don't want, you know, Bungie and employees to suffer. I just want...
1: Bungie doesn't work it anymore. They do Destiny now. Oh. Now right, it's 343 three,
0: three Industries, yeah, which I don't want them right. to fail either. No, no, no. I, I just... Not that I want people to lose their job or have a bad outcome from it, but it, you need a shock to the system. Mm. And nothing's going to shock the system that's going to speak to the people up top mm-hmm. other than not making money. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that's going to... That's the only language people up top are gonna understand. Yeah, it's just what what do you mean it's not selling? What do you mean it's not selling out? What do you mean it's? What do you mean the? How are the numbers so low? It's just, I don't know. Maybe they just don't like the you know the twenty second Halo game we put out there, and it's just maybe they're tired of it. What do you? They can't be tired of Halo. I mean, it's the twenty second game. They could be tired of Halo. Like (laughs) that conversation hasn't happened yet. Yeah,
1: and that conversation needs to happen. And I feel like Xbox fills a quadrant of like the gaming community that is kind of untouched by the other I want to say three platforms which is PlayStation Nintendo and computer where a computer is like if you want to have like the best richest experience and like money is not a barrier for you to yeah. have to play the game the best possible way you could and Nintendo is like oh I said I couldn't think of a a series that has been around as long as Halo that has mainly gone unchanged and Mario and they just fucking kill it every time. But Mario, that's that's a good point. Oozing with character and creativity. That's a that's why they, they they're creative with mario yeah you run and you jump and there's goombas and koopas and stuff like that it's all familiar yeah it's all familiar but it's like and now your hat is sentient <laughs> you could <laughs> jump off your hat while it's spinning in the air and you riding on a little jaguar taxi and you're in real life new york city now <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's it's halo needs to do something
0: again if halo just gave you the pilot's perspective if, or just something else
1: but what else? if can you they do? were like chief the pilot just got shot in the head you need to land the pelican now or you need to land the forward unto dawn and like they had this section of the game where you had to like pilot this ship or something like that and then you had to like step away and shoot some enemies out like anything besides just oh man you need to run down this hallway and kill the guys that are in the hallway <laughs> They have shield, just like they did back in 2003. Oh, man, you're going to need a plasma grenade.
0: Oh, look, it's the blue guy from 2003.
1: Uh Uh-oh, the lights went out. You got to use a flashlight, but don't let the battery run out. Oh, man. (laughs) The
0: flashlight from 2003. Yep, with the same battery. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, those double A's, they sure sure retain their charge.
1: Yeah. But then Nintendo makes those, like, family-friendly but familiar to adults, just enriching experiences that are just so... I think they focus on, like, just fun above all else. Like, just gameplay of, like... Playing Breath of the Wild, people are still coming up with new ways to attack enemies in that game. Uh, Just because it's like a sandbox of combat and stuff like that. The story is fine, and the, the... dungeons like the overarching dungeons are fine but like just the world and running around and playing in that world is so fun and then mario the platforming is so satisfying when you're like that's a really tall building but there's another building really close to it oh and there's the street lamp i wonder if i could make my way and then you figure out the path that the like the developers intended you to get there by using all these moves that you slowly learned it's genius um and then, like, PlayStation, they're over there. They're, like, the the art school kid who's just pumping out game of the year after game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just make these enriching, like, Oscar-level stories uh, and, like, beautiful emotional experiences. Like, The Last of Us and God of War and things like that. Intoded and Chartered yeah. and all those, yeah. It's incredible. And then... <laughs> microsoft is like hey your kid likes fortnite right we got the 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 machine that plays the fortnite and here's the other halo remember halo from when you were in college we made another one here you go give us money please i wish i wish i could have taken a video of
0: my reaction t- to the to the gameplay footage <laughs> when he walked out and immediately there was a warhog, and i just went right because there's spark plugs are good Batteries got charged, tires are inflated. <laughs> Why else would there be a random Ameri- like human vehicle on this random? thing yeah. You just got shot down on, where there's nobody else here but the same aliens from 2003. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's a warhog, right? Yeah. Like, oh right, and you have a pistol, the same pistol from 2003. That's cool. Just, I was the distaste, the distaste on my face increased so quickly. Yeah. When he was in the warhog, and I was like. Because I was thinking, maybe the Warhog would do something different. Yeah, Maybe he has, like, nitrous or something. Or he has a flamethrower. And just... Oh, look. It kind of moves the same from 2000. That's...
1: Oh, fuck. Yep. It's the same game again. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That was exactly what I thought. And that voice and cadence. Ah, it's the same thing. I just... I have very little respect for Microsoft when it comes to... I mean, in general. But when it comes to like video games because they they have it's purely a business to them like there's they completely removed the fun and the art out of it it's just how do we sell more of this yep and it's like their xbox game pass which is really cool it's It's really really good value it's really good value you just get a shit ton of games for paying a monthly subscription or yearly subscription or whatever yeah um that's super cool but then like their whole business model and i this example still makes me so mad there have been more examples since this but tomb raider a game that originally launched on the original playstation and was like groundbreaking for its time with the pointy boobies and the like the adventure and like climbing up yeah well it like spawned the uncharted and, yeah and, yeah it was so cool and like it's like a female indiana jones and you're hunting for treasure and these bad guys are chasing you and you're exploring these tombs and raiding them um <laughs> And then they made a bunch of them and then the sequels kind of got crappy and they kind of lost it. And then this new company was like, no, we're rebooting it and it's going to be incredible because like Uncharted was heavily inspired by Tomb Raider. This new Tomb Raider is going to be heavily inspired by Uncharted. Like, they nailed it. So we're going to do that. We're not going to do what we've been trying to do for 20 years. And it came out, and it was incredible. And then they were working on a sequel to it, and Microsoft was like, yoink! This is going to be Xbox exclusive for no reason, just because we want more people to buy our system. Other than we have the pockets. Yeah, we have the pockets to pay you a bunch of money. To not release it to those guys so more people buy from us. I was so mad as a fan of the gaming industry, specifically who didn't have an Xbox. I easily could have gotten one, but on the principle of, like, there's no way I'm going to give them a dollar to play that game that they took away from other people to make more money. Yuck. Yeah. That was such an awful move on their end, and they've done it. A dozen, A dozen times, times since yeah, then done it all the time yeah. and then, like the way they treat Halo and the way they treat Gears of war, it's like we have three things that we know people like where like Sony is like, uh, oh, the guys who make Uncharted, they made three fantastic uncharted games. Great job. You're like our system seller company. What do you want to do next? Oh, this really depressing story about the zombie apocalypse where this guy has to get this girl. They have to walk across the country sure go for it man go for it yeah we believe in you or like uh kojima getting fired from konami because he wanted to make death Stranding and it was too weird and he was fighting with them so he's like that sounds like a really interesting project that you want to do how much money do you need we want to see your your (laughs) your, art become a reality and they just gave him money and said here's our studios knock yourself out and they weren't like that has to have microtransactions and it needs to have an online component and blah blah blah." just do your thing (laughs) And it ended up being really weird, but he got to do what he wanted to do. And I just I respect Sony so much more for that, the way they treat like their developers and stuff like their, that. Their uh, their product line, their product line, yeah. and their like mentality about it. Their, their culture. Yeah. Their culture. Yeah, their culture. yeah. 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 Their culture. Actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> Nintendo and Sony are Japanese companies, and Microsoft is not. Ooh. They're from Seattle. They? and they're probably gonna be yeah microsoft is from seattle i don't know about xbox xbox is all over the world i thought they were in california i don't think so i think i mean microsoft is from seattle i'm surprised they're not involved with the krakens i was gonna say maybe i shouldn't be fans of the krakens
0: well there was a lot of talk about amazon being involved with the arena Ugh. the amazon arena
2: Ugh.
1: seattle krakens brought to you by amazon Uh that might be tough but although i am a prime member even though Amazon sucks. You're a Prime member? It's too convenient. Like I I'm fully embraced the fact that I'm buying into a shitty corporation, but that 2-day shipping, man. <laughs> like I need batteries. I could go to CVS or they could just show up tomorrow. Yeah, it's really bad. It's okay. I won't we'll hold it against you. Yeah. Oh gosh. I hope they're not <laughs> affiliated with Kraken I just put a damper on my my new hockey fandom
0: Seattle Kraken, playing in the Amazon arena brought to you by Microsoft
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm done, I'm literally done (laughs) speaking of done
0: I think (laughs) bye you want me to just end it like that? sure Okay. bye bye